What's going on, guys? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, and I'm here again bringing you the Rewind, the MLW Rewind. Let me introduce my podcast life partner, my favorite senior citizen, Lewis Garland. How are you, brother? I'm not quite there yet. I'm not a senior citizen just yet. Let's not let's not <laughs> rush it. I got, I got a plenty plenty of years to go before I before I hit that. But uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks. Uh, um, hope you're doing well as well. Uh, as you know, I get the high speed internet, and it's just absolutely fantastic. That's the way to go. If you don't have high speed internet, and thank you, George, for that. But if you don't have high speed internet, high speed internet, that's the way to definitely go. So um, everything is everything is uh, uploading as as fast as it can, man. It's it, don't want to harp on that too much, but yeah, just it was great. So I'm, I'm like so psyched about this high speed internet, man. That's great, brother. That's great. And, um, you know, something was actually brought to my attention yesterday, and I want to air it out now because before we get into the rewind, I was a guest on the Fantastic Circle of Debate podcast, and they had me touch on some points of MLW, cross promotions and all that stuff that's kind of going, conspiracy theories, if you will. But they also brought to my attention that I'm, I'm hard on you sometimes and that I harp on you. I don't know if that's necessarily the case because they're only seeing what's recorded. They're not seeing what's pre-recorded when I'm berated by you. But I did say that I harp on you maybe a little too much, so I'm going to try to just a little bit tone it down going forward. So it's not going to be as hardcore as it was the previous six episodes. So on episode seven, I'm going to try to turn over a new leaf. You know, <laughs> you don't harp me at all. I mean, that's 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 you. That's just that's just you. You have a bad attitude with everything, man. <laughs> and um, wow. that's just you. You have a short temper quick fuse and totally understandable but no it's okay it's uh i i don't i don't get hurt most of the time when uh, when you do Not that uh, you know sometimes i uh, i'm lying in my bed thinking why is george so <laughs> angry at me why is he so mean to me all the time oh uh, but um but you no know what? i tried to be cool. nice i tried to be it's nice cool. but you just you spun it again to where somehow you play victim and that's not the case at all it, no it's cool i understand i'll um I'm, I'm an easy target. I understand. You just keep shooting away, man. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we get into this week's rewind? Yeah. And no circle of debate. That's that's interesting. I'm glad you uh, hope hope that went well, and I look forward to seeing that, man. It, it did. It actually came out earlier today. Um, oh, okay. If you watch it, maybe if you get the time. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll see if oh, I have some time to wow. watch. Okay. <laughs> well, you're not hurting my feelings. You're hurting the boys. The circle. Of debate. No, no. Of course, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch yes. it. Just shout out to okay. Circle of Debate and shout out okay. to the other guest that was on the show last night. One half of the Dirty Heels, my boy, my homie from Harlem, uh, Kofi Wheatston. So that's that. And let's get into this week's rewind. So obviously, sure. as we sure. do every week, we're going to start at the top of the show and work our way down. So the show opened with a review, if you will, of the Rush and Laredo promos. A recap leading up to this week's main event. And this was a great build for me. I love the quick cuts, the quick edits, the quick, you know, boom, 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 back and forth. It kind of laid out the whole storyline leading up to the match that we would see in the main event. I thought that was great. And the first match of the night was our personal favorite, Tom Lawler's personal favorite, Ock, versus Brian Pillman Jr. What I found strange about this is that Ock got the full entrance with the music and all that stuff, and Pillman was kind of already in the ring. Kind of like old school 80s wrestling jobbers, where they were already in the ring and they would just flash the name. I don't know why I think Pillman deserves a little bit more credit than that, but I guess maybe it was for a time crunch. They saved that 45 seconds of what the intro would have been. But, um, you know, Auk came out to the full music and pizzazz. Ribs still wrapped, still tender. Apparently going to take half a year to fully recuperate and heal. And um, as the match began, three special guests kind of emerged from the back at the entranceway. 
we had Team Filthy. They watched the entire match. Uh, a couple quick points for me on this one. It was a nice drop kick from Pillman in the early stages of the match. Uh, Power Slam was, was decent. The chemistry between these two was very evident. Uh, ACH and Pillman, it's not the first time that they have tangled. Might have been the first time they have tangled in MLW, but definitely not the first time they have tangled in the squared circle. Um, the bicycle kick on Pillman and the turnbuckle was absolutely sick. Into the brain buster for the win from ACH. And then right after that, Pillman rolls out of the ring. He goes to the back. He leaves. ACH is there. And Team Filthy just pounces on him. But we had some help, didn't we, Lewis? We had some help. We the good did. old boys from Texas. Don't they reemerged. Don't mess with Texas. <laughs> Don't mess with Texas. That's right. The Von Erics came out to the aid of ACH. And uh, they cleared filthy, uh, the Filthy family from, or Team Filthy, if you will, from the ring. And um, then there was a promo where ACH and the Von Erics, you know, they promo Texas strong. The boys got my back. Yep. Don't mess with Texas. Texas strong. So that was kind of the first, you know, five to seven minutes. But what was your thoughts on the match and the promo after Texas strong, Lewis, Texas strong. That's right. Well, the, the Pillman thing was not a time crunch. It's, it's obvious his time is almost up with MLW. He's obviously moving over to AEW. So they figured he's not sticking around. He's not worthy of a of an introduction. So that that's that's how I that's how I see it, it being handled. Um, but uh, this match was okay. This match was okay. Um, it was a. I, I know ACH or Ach was still injured, but he had a really thin bandage around his uh, waist. I don't know if that helped him at all. Uh, he should have at least took the time to put a full bandage on. If if uh, well, it was a time it, crunch. It was a time at the same time. time. You didn't have enough time to get the, the full manage on. It's only an hour show. Come on, ACH, but put the pantyhose on. You don't need the whole full. But <laughs> wrap the little prop. We, we got these pantyhose just wrapping around and make it look like a bandage. But um, no, it was um, it was a decent match. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead, but actually I'll get into it when we get to the, to the second match. Um, but um, Team Filthy showing up. Now, what's Team Filthy's issue still with ACH? They, I know Tom Lola was upset that ACH got the title shot, but they kind of took him out. ACH lost. Um, Tom Lola beat ACH at the Opera Cup. So what's just, am I missing something? What's, yes, what's, you are. You're missing team, things. Okay, what am I missing? Sorry, go ahead. Okay, well, right after the ACH attack, what happened to Filthy Island? All the sponsors pulled. So obviously Lawler and the Filthy Team Filthy are pissed that there's no longer money for Filthy Island. So who are they going to take their frustrations out? They can't go after the sponsors because then okay. they'll just never sponsor anything again. Okay. So they have to go after the man who caused all the problems. When he named Garini as saying, I heard his voice, okay. it was right. it was game over. The sponsor said, well, fuck you. We're done. Okay, no, makes sense. Okay, clear that up for you. Thank you. And just relax. Take it easy. Relax oh, my a God. Bit. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. There was no relax. there was no uppity there. Listen, tone it down. When you tell someone who's relaxed, too relaxed, all it does is rev them up. Okay. And you know okay. what you're doing. See, this is what I'm talking about. The fans don't see <laughs> this. They don't see the complete and other beration. I could read the text messages all day long from Lewis and the berating that I get. And then when I was driving home today, I said, call me. We got some stuff to discuss. And he calls me and he goes... What do I need to call you for? Well, I don't know, Lewis. Maybe we should have a community, a, a human connection instead of you fucking texting me all the time. How about that? No, okay, no. I just, it's just on. Just calm down, going... Lewis. Calm down. Relax. Okay, okay. Relax, okay. Lewis. All right. So let's 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 get <laughs> we'll get back to the match. But <laughs> it was a good opening match. Uh, ACH, uh, of course, win one went over on Brian Pillman, uh, Junior. Um, Brevin Pillman um, putting over ACH, and that's basically what Pillman Junior is going to be doing now is putting talent over. 
Um, but I like the brawl. The brawl uh, after the match was really good. The Von Erichs came out, made the save on the, the ACH. And favorite part of the promo was don't mess with Texas. That, uh, I think that was Marshall Von Erich that said that, but that was a... Uh, it would have been a little bit better if they had a shovel and an axe. <laughs> But they didn't. So that kind of that let me down a little bit. I was hoping and, and, and they, they, they were going to bury the competition, but they didn't. And ACH took the pantyhose off his waist during the promo as well. So there was yeah, no those ribs look strong, bro. They look I know strong. they were like, strong. Helped they looked OK. It. it looked like he was uh, after the attack. His, <laughs> his ribs were cured. That's right. <laughs> All right. So uh, next part of the show, next segment, we had a reiteration of the Selena promo uh, on the offer to buy IWA. And uh, we got an answer. We got an answer from Savio Vega. Flat out refused uh, to accept the offer from, <laughs> I love this part of the promo, the toughest man in wrestling, Selena De La Renta. <laughs> That's quote unquote what he said. And he will not sell to someone in the shadows because we still don't know who is the head of Aztec Underground. But things are in place. Things I'm seeing. Things I actually talked about on Circle of Debate. I threw out a name in the ring. I threw out somebody that's quite plausible because they have tie-ins with uh, AAA. And that's uh, Vampiro. Vampiro's been a big producer over there in Mexico for a long time. If you watch the Nail in the Coffin documentary, a lot of it was actually set within the Mexican uh, promotions that he promotes for. Uh, one of them being, um, or pr produces for, my apologies, one of them being AAA. So I think Vampiro may have some ties in there. I'm not sure. I just kind of threw the idea out there. But as I threw it out yesterday, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, and he was also a big fixture in Lucha Underground, Aztec Underground. There is connections there. There's, you know, the forbidden doorway, if you will, kind of peeking behind the curtain. I just thought it was a cool idea. I don't know if it's going to happen. I may be completely off kilter, but I don't know. I think it could be an interesting manifestation. If it does come to fruition, we'll see what happens. But that's just my opinion. I don't want to get into it. I'm just throwing out an idea, a storyline idea. Okay. I didn't like the promo at all. The promo was terrible. I thought the pro pro Savio Vega promo was horrible. First of all, he, he first of all he starts great. I said that calling Selena Vega the toughest man in wrestling. Well, he he actually said actually said the most dangerous man. But, oh, there, um, see, there it is. The <laughs> correction we talked about that on Circle of Debate. No, but there, there's a there's a get to there, correct and be right. There's a reason why I said that. There he is. There's a reason why I said that because I, I automatically thought uh, he was going to say Ken Shamrock when when he but but uh, but um. Oh, now there's the face. Now you give me the face. Now, now he's giving me this face. But uh, first, I Savio Vega. My idea is a lot more plausible than Ken Shamrock showing up. Okay, There's no well, connection whatsoever to Selena De La Renta, but okay, sure. Sure. No problem. That was just a joke. It was a joke. I wasn't expecting Ken Shamrock. But um, it seemed really serious. Okay, well, I, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I sell well. I, I'm a good seller. You did. Bravo. <laughs> this week's sell brought to you by Lewis. <laughs> So, so Savio Vega starts off by saying IWA may accept to sell the company is how we started the, the whole promo to the most dangerous man in the business, <laughs> Salida De La Renta, which, which made me just scream out laughing because, <laughs> I mean, okay, I don't know, you were, you were into it, but it's the most dangerous woman, not the most dangerous man. Uh, but he said, Vega says no. It says IWA is not for sale. It says... The promotion was made for the fans, not for somebody who wants to buy it. So let me get that straight. So when it's time for him to take a step down and not run the company anymore, is, is he just going to give it over to the fans? Because it's made for the fans, not for somebody who wants to buy it. That didn't make any sense to me at all. I mean, you, you, you own something and you like if I have a car, 
right? And uh, this might be a terrible comparison, but you'll you can. I let feel me know like it's it going to be a terrible okay. comparison. But so go ahead. I. <laughs> So I won't even go into it. It's, it. It would actually be a terrible comparison, but uh, just to make sense that it's for the fans, not for someone who wants to buy it. So I, I, that just didn't make sense to me because he's eventually going to want to sell the promotion. But Does he have uh, any kids? Uh, this is a serious question. Does Vega have somebody he could leave the company to? I, I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, that's a good point. I'd have to check. I don't know. Yeah. So if, know. There's, if there's a family bloodline, maybe that's possible, but to carry it within the family bloodline and always give back to the fans. I don't know. I, I could kind of see where he's going. And I never said the promo was fantastic. I just, I enjoyed that one snippet. And the fact is, is that now, which we, we know why the offer was refused. It builds a storyline for what we found out later on in the evening, but um, yeah. And maybe, and maybe Court Bowerk has set up uh, a match between the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock and the most dangerous man, Selena De La Renta. And we could see who earns the actual title of, the world's most dangerous man well vega does have more balls than some of the guys in the mlw locker room i'll put that on wax right now i'll say that vega okay. is is one tough cookie i would not put a lot of things past her i think she's conniving and she's conniving beautifully so uh i don't know i think she's yeah, she's yeah. the bet next to joseph samuel she is the strongest heel they have in the mlw locker room yep i agree with you i agree with you she, she's she's in, she's incredible I'm on, and I'm sorry, Alicia, but I'm on Team Selena, 100%. Well, that's fine. I, I, I stated where I'm at, and I'm on Team Alicia, and that's it. We won't get into that. Wow, but, we're disagreeing on something. Wow, that never happens. Yeah, but no, uh, look, Not go with ahead, you man. and me. Not <laughs> with you and me. Um, ahead, man. We got a review of last week's tag match as well. They kind of went over what happened, the switcheroo by Los Parks, and then uh, they again touched on TJP's actions at the end of the match towards Dow. Um, we still don't know exactly why. TJP got so frustrated, pushed Dow's hand away. But I did love how they showed the clip again of Dow looking like he was going to cry in the center of the ring. Uh, I love that they reiterated that exact part. Uh, maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll find out exactly why TJP slapped away Dow's hand and kind of pushed him down like a baby and said, no, you can't have this candy bar. You haven't finished your dinner. Okay. Uh, but we'll move on from that. And then we had the return of Calvin Tankman. And he faced our guest from last week, the aerial artist Zenshi. Yep. And um, it was, uh, I, I really liked this match. I, I definitely thought that um, it was going to be, you know, Zenshi having a couple bright spots and Calvin Tankman just kind of controlling the majority of the match. But it wasn't really that. I, I felt like it was, yeah, Tankman controlled, I guess, a majority of it. If you think about it, 60 to 40, I would put Tankman in favor of this match. But I really liked that dropkick by Tankman in, in the middle of the ring. I mean, that was crazy. After he shook off the one from Zenshi, he did one of his own. And then into the spine buster was, for the close fall was great. Uh, he was throwing Zenshi around like a rag doll. Uh, he tried for the running shooting star press, missed it. Zenshi moved out of the way and kind of threw one of his own. Uh, Tankman sits, uh, carries, oh, he tried to carry Zenshi into the powerbomb. And this kind of this kind of frustrated me because then Contra flashed right in the middle. And we didn't see the counter. Yeah. And all of a sudden Tankman's on the outside of the ring. And I didn't see the counter. I didn't really see what happened. And how that happened. But Zenshi, you know, all of a sudden, Tank was on the outside. And then, uh, what do we have? We had another, um, uh, they were both kind of on the ring apron. There was kind of a, a 619 kick. I don't know exactly what they call it, but it looked like a 619 kick or reminded me of a 619 kick. Um, then we had two Hurricane Rana kind of attempts. They were blocked by Tankman. Uh, and then he just kind of bowls over Zenshi in the middle of the ring, like knocked him clean down. Uh, clothesline turned him inside out. Like Zenshi did a full 360. That was mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, and again, Zenshi has that 
artistic ability to do that. His athleticism, we already touched on that so much. Uh, great sequence of counters after that, leading up to the Pele kick, then another kind of a 619 kick. Zenshi goes to the top. Uh, Tankman was stumbling, caught him, and then Tankman, Tankman driver for the win. I enjoyed the match. Uh, Calvin Tankman is exactly who he is. Uh, heavyweight hustle, as the announcers kept saying. I did kind of like that hashtag, heavyweight hustle. Uh, I enjoyed this match. That's two matches that I could say this week I enjoyed thoroughly. They entertained me. They kept my interest, and I liked it. What are your thoughts? Because I know already that it's going to be way different than mine. No, no. Spoiler no. alert. Although, Shocker, guys. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually impressed that you have – you wrote down the exact same line that I wrote down. I wrote Calvin Tankman throwing Zenshi around like a rag doll. I wrote that down right here. So you wrote that down as well. So I guess. Um, well, there's no other better way to describe it. It reminded me of China and uh, Goldust's valet back in the day when she like grabbed her there in that one match. And like, just yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. Like Zenshi looked. Tankman was handling his business with that boy. Yeah, but uh, Tankman is uh, is that guy's a beast. That guy's going to be a star. And I was wondering if that Contra hacking in, I wonder if that means that maybe they're going to recruit Tankman to be part of Contra. I don't, I don't know if that, do you think that would mean well, that? Why, or why just... at that point though, man? Like I wanted to see the counter. I still don't know exactly how Zenshi got off of Tankman's shoulders. Okay, you know. No, I got you. I got you. But it, uh, it just Zen... ruined the flow of the match for me. It broke broke my attention. When that happened, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, that happened. I, I didn't like, care no, for Not now. I didn't care for that either. I don't know why they have to throw that in there. But uh, I was sore online on Facebook. Somebody was like, why does Zenshi have to fight Tankman again? Because they wrestled each other a few weeks ago. And the reason is Zenshi makes Tankman look absolutely fantastic. Zenshi is so freaking talented. He can make other wrestlers look really, really good. And that's what he did here with Calvin Tankman. They could have put him up against like Bud Heavy or something. And it would have been a quick, but quick match it would have been like four seconds um <laughs> i didn't even bring up bud you brought up bud yeah so if, bud, if anybody's gonna get pissed that bud's gonna get pissed at anybody this week it's you i didn't bring um, him up no i just use him as an example because if, if it was someone like bud heavy or another what about dow what if they put him tanking up against dow dow and like he runs over dow it's like a two minute match and you're not really seeing what tankman could do but but zenchi you know brought out the best in tankman and and you can see just how talented tankman is and um court bauer has a great eye for talent he just sees he just sees it and he signs him to contracts and calvin tankman is the latest addition to to the roster and i think he's on a three-year contract if i'm not mistaken uh so um Great eye for talent, Corp Bauer. Love the match. Love Zenshi. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Kalman, uh, Kalman, Tankman. <laughs> <laughs> what Calvin Tankman is going to do. And yes, you're right. I actually. I'm, I'm speaking too fast. I'm speaking too fast. I can't so. disagree with anything yeah. you said. Everything you said was 100% on point. And okay. uh, I, I, you're right. If you're going to show exactly what Tankman has in his arsenal, there's no better person than the aerial artist to put in the ring with him for the dance. And it was a great story that was told. And like I said, this is two matches back to back. And we haven't said this in weeks, but two matches back to back that at least kept my interest. And I enjoyed the first bit of the show. Um, and we also got an update on that amazing backlight brawl from last week. We got yeah. a, a whole situation kind of handled. Really, Hammerstone. Before, and before, before we jump ahead, before we jump ahead, I, I know I, I said I, I was going to say something in the first when we review the first match, uh, but I think I would have had ACH against Zenshi, and I would have had 
uh, Tankman against Pillman Jr. Because ACH is already over. He doesn't need to beat Pillman Jr. to get over. But Tankman being beating Pillman Jr. would have made would have really put Tankman over because he's already beaten Zenshi once. So I would have gone ACH, and he could have had a great match with Zenshi against uh, and um, Pillman against Tankman. I, that's what I would have done. I just want I just wanted to get that in there. But okay, well, now that you've got that in there, we have no point but to touch on it just for a rebuttal. But wouldn't that counteract your point of nobody but Zenshi would make Tankman look as good as he did? So putting him in the ring with Pillman Jr. would be the same aspect. It would be like Mel Mortis all over again. It would just be a squash match. Would that? Yeah, so how does I, that prove what Tankman can do? Tankman's not going to hit a jump, uh, a drop kick on Pillman. It, it He's not going to go for a running shooting star press. On Zenshi, he would. He did, but not on Pillman. It wouldn't have been a squash match against Pillman, but I'm, but he's already defeated Zenshi. I'm just saying, give him another opponent. But I see your point, and you make a very valid one. And but I, I'm just I would just think you give him another opponent besides Zenshi. Well, maybe we'll see something in the coming weeks. I, I wouldn't actually mind at all. Uh, I know it's early, or, or maybe not early, but I wouldn't mind to see uh, how Tankman would fare against uh, a guy like Myron Reed. I would have enjoyed that match. I would have even enjoyed Tankman versus Oliver. I, I would have. And we're going to get later on the card because they do have some beefs with Oliver. We're going to get later on the card for that one because something was announced for next week that I'm not, I don't agree with at all, but we'll get into that. So Hammerstone versus well, Kruger, the update happened. A Hammerstone. Well, it's not stuck. next week, but go ahead. Uh, two weeks from now. Like again, see, okay. <laughs> always, always got to do that. So next time anybody watches back these, these matches, remember, uh, have a tally somewhere, have a whiteboard the amount of times that I've been corrected. But when he said Cowman, Tankman, I didn't say anything. I just repeated the name correctly and I moved on. But okay. you have to single somebody. And I get it. It's a test of manhood. However, you're comfortable in saying what you say. That's fine. But the fact is, I didn't call Calvin Tankman. Cowman. Okay. Cow. I'm... Cowman. So I'm just going to reiterate that. But I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. Yes, you are right. You are right, sir. So okay. we'll move on. As usual, I am always saying you're right. And you are not. So you have corrected me once. Thank again, you. Thank you. And we're great. Thank we're you. Gonna, we're going to move on and, now. And everybody, I, I want to get off the screen and I want to go live my life. So if we could just <laughs> run down the rest of this. Well, show, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a phone call as soon as we're done here. So I'm not going to answer. I'm actually no, going to we're gonna, talk. I'm going gonna, gonna, to tell, tell you what RJ city told you. Stop being a child. We've moved on. Hammerstone and Kruger <laughs> updates. Hammerstone <laughs> suffered a concussion. Uh, Kruger whereabouts unknown. Then we got a promo from the great Joseph Shamuel. He basically stated on wax, Hammerstone failed. He proved he is not a mortal. And they will end both Hammerstone and Oliver. And all the gold will be Contras. Was the gist of the promo that I got. What are your thoughts on that before we get into the man of the hours promo? Well, as as you thought it was, and I thought it was, I thought it was Joseph Samuel, but it's actually Joseph Samuel, is how it's pronounced. And I, I've been pronouncing it wrong all along, but uh, but uh, he always gives a great and intense promo. Love his promos. Um, is he is he a vampire? Because he's got really one really sharp tooth. I don't know if you noticed it. On I think it's on his right side. It's like I didn't. I focused on a man's eyes. I didn't look at his mouth. But that's fine. <laughs> no, I focused on his eyes. It's I hard. It's. It's hard not to look at its mouth when his Vampires teeth, are, exist, when his so teeth are gnashing. Possible. Maybe he's when just got a fang. People can grow fangs. Yeah, he's got a really sharp dude. It's a little he's scary. Got a, he's got a fang. He's, I think he cut his own lip. I think he was bleeding a little bit after the. But no, but he always gives a great intense promo. And um, I always enjoy his promos. And uh, Hammerstone, I hope he's okay with that grade one concussion. Who? When, when are we going to see him again? 
know, um, I guess it's we'll, a grade one concussion. He's got to be cleared to wrestle again, right? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, ACH has been cleared to wrestle and the, the ribs are serious, but they're not serious. And like you said, he didn't even have time to wrap them. The doctor cleared him. So who knows? Maybe the doctor's going to clear Hammerstone from this grade one concussion. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll definitely yeah. keep an eye on that. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe there'll be a crossover. We'll see Dr. Foreman showing up at uh, M- M- MLW. Dr. Foreman from Impact Wrestling. <laughs> It's gonna be the first. No. <laughs> it could be the first crossover. MLW Impact working together. We're, you know, they 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 swap positions. We're gonna move on. Swap positions. We're, and we're, we're, we're gonna move on from this point now. We're not even gonna address this point. Um, Leo Rush promo on the match tonight, the main event. Um, uh, basically declaring victory. Uh, and then the best part of this promo was he paid the cameraman twenty bucks to carry his bag. The rest of the route of the parking lot. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was just great i think everything that rush does or has done so far in mlw is great you're gonna pay the cameraman 20 bucks the cameraman took it the cameramen of mlw are the unsung heroes last week's gotta get the fuck out of here and this week's yeah i'll carry your bag for 20 bucks the cameramen are the unsung heroes of the mlw roster they should be given a round of applause because i actually do like the fact that the cameramen do get involved sometimes with a little you know snippet here and there I think it's cool. A lot of times you, you cameramen never get any love. So shout out to the MLW cameramen because last week and this week, they were the unsung heroes. They are my MVPs for this week. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll carry your bag for 20 bucks. Hell yeah. Why not? That's great. I loved it. I absolutely really thought it was freaking fantastic. So uh, no bones about that. And then we get uh, Alicia Outoot, our girl, the interview queen. She sits down one-on-one with Richard Holiday to discuss the controversy discuss everything she calls at the start of the interview she called holiday the self-proclaimed caribbean champion a uh, holiday reiterates uh, or shoots back her calling her the self-proclaimed uh, interview queen <laughs> laughing my ass off i even put that in my notes laughing my ass off i thought that was great um and then as the interview went on progressed a uh, holiday uh, he canned the interview he said it's canceled it's over and you're going to be hearing from my lawyer slash father and that was the end of the uh the interview uh, and he, he did touch on that Tim Donahue is his close personal friend. And it just was a surprise that he was the ref in that Caribbean strap match. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, the interview was okay. There's nothing special about the interview, but I agree that I love Holiday coming back with, uh, well, you're the self-proclaimed um, interview queen. So, and that, that was, that was, that was fantastic. Cause it is, I mean, I think she did come up with that on her own. So she is, that is in fact true. I believe. I believe she came up with that that title on her own, if I'm not mistaken. I think well, I, she, she has was... done four thousand interviews, over four thousand. Okay, and that's so... that's 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 a stat that's on the internet. It's easily obtainable. Well, While you're on it's... the crapper, you could research that. Uh, no, no, but whether it's four thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand, if if it's self-proclaimed, it's self-proclaimed, right? Right, and he kind of is a self-proclaimed Caribbean champion. Well, IWA is not recognizing him as a champion, Lewis. They aren't. No, that's well. I'm not saying I. Not if saying... he's not a recognized champion, he cannot be a champion. You can walk around with a belt. I can make a belt tomorrow and call myself the podcast champion. Doesn't make it so. You have to be recognized. Yeah, because you have to be recognized be- by someone. Oh, it won't be so because you're talking to him right now, right? You're talking to the podcast champion right now. No, I'm talking to a bitter old man. That's who I'm talking to. But seriously, <laughs> you can't uh, – you would never be a champion. Never. You can't You can't sit there and you can't You can't say one thing without the other. Turnabout's fair play. She got him. He got her. I thought both burns were equally impressive. I mean, yeah, the interview was nothing to write home about, but this is a steady, a steady climb. There's no flatlining here in this episode. It's a steady incline. Would you not agree, sir? I, I, I do agree. Son. 
I I do agree. Don't, don't ever call me son. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get personal in a couple. Okay, of okay, okay. Don't ever that, call me son. Okay, that that that'll be the first and last time. <laughs> you're you're turning beet red right now, so that's the first and last time. <laughs> okay, moving on again. Injustices, okay. uh, Reed and Oliver uh, versus Gachinavari. <laughs> we're finally gonna get you know. Uh, I guess Injustice is going to get their hands on some members of Contra. Uh, and just when you think it's going to happen, we got Gotch and Davari, their entrance, they're in the ring, they're waiting. Reed and Oliver come out. Booyah. Jacob Fatou touches down, makes an appearance. Uh, he interferes. Uh, Justice is outnumbered three to two. But Reed, I, I got to give credit to this. Reed took flight, uh, knocked everyone from Contra on their butts. Then they were lucky enough to get Fatou in a, you know, a two-on-one situation. Uh, great super kick from Reed into a cutter from Oliver. And Injustice standing tall in the ring while Contra is kind of on their heels. I loved it. I thought it was awesome until this moment. Oliver looking at the camera with Reed behind him saying, next world champ. And Oliver screaming, Fatu, I want that fucking belt. What? We're, this is this is, is possible. It may be happening. Uh, we find out later on that two weeks from now, because I got corrected about 10 minutes ago, two weeks from now, there's going to be a match. I don't believe there was a title in that match. I believe it's non-title, but Oliver and Fat Two is going to happen in two weeks, based off of what we saw and what I just spoke about. Actually, uh, I, I, just, I, just, I just checked oh, the calendar. Here we go. No, I just checked the calendar. It's actually it's three weeks. It's three weeks. No, no, no. I thought it was two weeks also, but it's actually March third, so it's actually three weeks. I I just checked the calendar. I don't think MLW Rewind is going to make it past ten episodes. I think I think I'm going to have to tap out after ten. I think I'll get to double digits. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I just can't do it. My heart's not in it. Are you scared? Oh, where, what happened? You gone? Oh, Wait, where'd you go? Blatantly ignore. I. What do you mean? Where did I go? I'm here. Oh, okay. I lost you for a second. Sorry. Yeah, you lost me for a second <laughs> when I said I might tap out after ten. No, episodes. no, no. I lost you for a second. I, I, I clicked something. I was trying to get the screen bigger. But uh, no, I. I'll reiterate I, what I said. I said I might have to tap out after ten episodes. No, no. I. Three I more think, to go. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a long. Uh, a long career together uh, doing MLW. No, but, but no, I just, okay, go ahead. What, what, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I don't want to. I, I, I don't agree with it. Two weeks from okay. now, three weeks from now, whatever. That's fine. I don't, I don't think Reed going at Fatu, non-title or title, which I believe it's a non-title match three weeks from now. I don't believe that makes sense. It doesn't make dollars to me. It doesn't make sense. So I, I completely disagree with this decision by MLW by the, the writers, by Core Bauer, the Mad Genius, and I've stated on Wax a few times, I call the man the Mad Genius. I don't like this storyline at all. I think that Oliver's going to get wrecked and wrecked bad because we all know what Fatou can do. He's top-notch. The reason why he is the champ is the, the, there's tons of reasons, and we could spend a whole show listing them uh, compared to Oliver. I don't like it. I don't agree with it, and I'm not looking forward to that match, and I'll, I'll state it on Wax right now. Your thoughts. I'm with you 100%, man. Uh, I don't know why Oliver is getting a title shot. I don't he think it's a title, though. I think it's a non-title match. I don't believe okay. it's for the title. But still, why he's getting in-ring time with Fatou makes no sense to me. Without Reed doing the super kick, Oliver doesn't get the cutter. So Oliver really didn't yeah. do anything special to Fatou. If anything, the super kick set up the cutter. Knock, and he's already knock. and he's and he's already lost. Uh, he's already lost to um, Simon uh, Simon Gotch. So what's the, what's the point? It, 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 Fatu is going to kill him. It's going to be a squash match. It's going to be like a two minute squash match. Um, Reed will come out try to make the save, but uh, it's it's not going to be a very entertaining match. It's going to be a very quick 
match, he's going to just run right over, run right over Oliver. And uh, if it is a title match, there's no way he's losing the title to uh, Jordan Oliver. I don't know. I just, I, I don't agree with it. I think this is just, no, I think it's match. dumb. I, yeah, think, I think it's a match dumb. that's, that's just going to eat up camera time uh, three weeks from now. I think uh, it's dumb. It's stupid. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I don't even want to take too much more time on it because it's just a head scratcher. Yeah, uh, we did get some more Filthy Island uh, match announcements from the control center. <laughs> Rocky Romero uh, from New Japan. He's going to be touching down on the island. And then we got Garini versus, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. I'm going to try Muana or Muani Lau. He's a 14-time Polynesian champion. And he's going to be facing Garini at uh, Filthy Island. And then De La Renta kind of came in, cut a promo saying to Vega, the offer was not optional. He's going to pay the price. So it'll be Mel Mortes versus Vega in an Aztec jungle fight at Filthy Island, which I'm not sure how it's going to play out. But if they put palm trees in the back of the building and try to make it like they did the backlay brawl, I'm going to just, I'm going to have to tap out for the rest of that episode. I'm really looking forward to Filthy Island right now. I hope the Aztec jungle fight at least takes place in a jungle or to call it the Aztec jungle fight makes no sense. So please don't make it in the back of the building in pitch blackness and have them fight near a dumpster with some fake palm trees because I will, I, it'll destroy everything I'm hoping Filthy Island will be. All I'm asking is that, please give me a little bit of jungle. You guys film in Florida. There has to be options for something to look like a jungle there has to be do it yeah. by the tar pits do it do it somewhere that makes logical sense to me please 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 um but yeah uh and also we know that king mo is gonna verse loki in a no holds bar fight i don't know if they announced it it was no holds bar the previous time they announced the match but now it is a no holds bar fight and um they also announced for um i don't know if it's next week or the week after uh, los parks will take on contra for the tag team cart titles and three weeks from now, uh, Oliver will face Fatu. I believe it is non-title, but I'll have to check on that. I don't believe it is for the title. If it is for the title, that makes the decision even worse. Absolutely. Your thoughts on the new announcements for Filthy Island? And we already touched on Oliver Fatu, so we don't need to go there. But your thoughts on Filthy Island and on Los Parks facing Contra for the tag titles in two weeks? Well, Rocky Romero, it's a, uh, I'm always always happy to see Rocky Romero. I think he's a very talented wrestler, and um, I guess I guess he's the only New Japan wrestler that they're able to bring in. I don't know if they have any kind of working agreement at all with with New Japan. He's still with New Japan Pro Wrestling, right, Rocky Romero? When they introduced him to coming down to the island, yeah, they, yeah, did, uh, yeah. they did say New yeah. Japan Pro Wrestler would take his time out from the New Japan schedule yeah. to touch down and filthy island. Okay, so I believe he is still yes. Okay, yeah, and uh, who's this? Who's who's Mauna Loa? Have you ever? seen that wrestler before or no is he's the 14th it... time polynesian champion i believe he's well known in uh hawaii and, and and over there in the islands uh i googled him a bit in preparation for tonight's show um but i don't know much about him he's the 14 time polynesian champion i haven't i didn't i wasn't able to find any video footage or matches so i guess our first taste of him will be next week at filthy island but i'm looking forward to it i mean if you're a 14 time polynesian champion there's got to be a reason why that's interesting. I wonder if that's just just um, somebody that uh, Team Filthy is just going to pull off the street and Garini is going to beat him really fast. I wonder if that's maybe it's Dow. Maybe, maybe it's Dow. Maybe it's maybe it's Bud Heavy. Maybe you know he's been out to the he's been out to uh, <laughs> to Hawaii a couple times. I don't, I don't even know why. That's twice now. There's no need. No, it's okay. No, he's a, he's a good friend of the he's a good friend of the show. Uh, but the Aztec Jungle Fight is going to be interesting. I like how. Um, De La Renta 
um, whenever she needs to take care of business, it seems like whenever she gets upset and she wants to take care of business, Mil Muertes is going to be her, uh, be the guy she's going to go to, to, to take out anyone who gets her upset. And Salvia Vega is going to get just murdered. Well, not murdered, but he's going to get destroyed. I think uh, he might get a few shots in, but Muertes is going to run right over him. And like you said, I hope it's, hope this like a jungle setting. Hope it's not like, um, like in the, in the back of the building or, or anything like that. But, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm with you a hundred percent on everything, man. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm with you a hundred percent. hundred percent on everything. Well, let's just keep this wonderful momentum going. Yeah, it's now, now main event time. Yeah, got the tail of the tape. Laredo Kid versus Rush. Middleweight title and Triple A Cruiserweight title are on the line. Unification match, if you will. Uh, right out the gate, speed. I loved Rush uh, trying to slow it down. Uh, the smack talk. Uh, it's my time hanging on the ring aprons. You know, reclining up there. I thought that was genius. Um, uh, I also love the side to, side to side running each rope. And then stopping and then turning the corner to the next rope for like three different times. He did that. That's impressive to do that. You got to have great footwork uh, to do that. I, I loved it. And we actually didn't get the first strike in the match to almost the two minute mark. So it was a lot of um, ring, uh, if you will, uh, I, I, IQ, not IQ, but it was ring. Um, uh, just playing mind games. That's the word I'm looking for. Just playing mind games with the Rado kid, trying to slow the match down. Um, once we got the first strike, though, it was a great back and forth. Uh, he didn't really allow kid to get into a rhythm when he slowed the pace. I believe it took kid out of his game plan of what he was going to do. I thought kid thought this was going to be like a, you know, straight fast, you know, barn burner, but rush, you know, slowed it down. Rush controlled the early stages of the match for sure. Uh, I'll give kid credit for a little bit of the later half. Uh, and this, the, these are my next couple of favorite sequences. Uh, the stiff right hand from uh, Laredo kid into the motion Mishinoku driver. Uh, and then he did two moonsaults from the second rope, but Rush kicked out. I was like, holy fuck, I jumped up from my couch. I can't believe Rush kicked out after two moonsault. And then kids started working on the knees. It was a great submission. I'm not sure what that was. It was almost like a reverse figure four if I have my, you know, submissions on point. Um, and then uh, the great bounce back, uh, the, the stunner from uh, Rush was fucking gorgeous. And then he goes to the top for the uh, final hour. And then boom, Lewis, I actually wrote that down in my notes. The one, two, three. And now the 25K man is rocking 50K because the man of the hour, say it with me, Leo Rush. This is the only reason I'll probably come back on the show next week. Leo Rush, I called it and he's made me a winner every fucking time I've called it. I called it against Reed. I called it against Kid and I was right. And now we have a unified champion. He is the middleweight champion. He's the AAA cruiserweight champion. And he's rocking 50K worth of gold. And at the end of the show, how else do you fade out from an epic main event like that, which was only about 15 minutes? I hope we were going to get a half an hour, but we didn't with Leo Rush promo. Good night to the world. The moneyweight champion is here. The greatest cruiserweight, the greatest middleweight, the greatest wrestler in the world. Good fucking night. <laughs> i might come back for next week if you don't fucking piss me off too much anymore but that was epic i was a little bit uh, uh saucy in the middle of the episode i'll admit it he's been annoying me lately he's testing my patience but this to say that i was right again and have leo rush prove me right it's a good day to be a fan the man of the hour leo rush has done great things since he's touched down in mlw and he has definitely elevated the promotion in 
my opinion. You can't consider somebody in the GOAT conversation because anybody that's a GOAT, they elevate their sport. Wayne Gretzky was a GOAT. Why? Because he elevated hockey. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, GOATs. Why? Because they elevated basketball. Tom Brady, GOAT. Why? Because he elevated football. He surpassed the time you're supposed to play in football. He's in his 40s and he's still playing. He's still throwing like he's in his 20s. Myron Reed, right now, elevating anything cruiserweight, middleweight related. And there's nothing that anybody can say. You might have some thoughts, but I don't care because Leo Rush made me right. And that's all that matters to me. Your thoughts, senior, old guy. How, how, <laughs> how can I follow that? I mean, that was... Uh... You can't. That was a that was like a five star frog splash, man. That was that was awesome. But uh, did you really write down Boom Lewis on the piece of paper? I did. Yep. Can, can we see that? It's right there at the bottom. Boom Lewis. It's hard to one, it's two, hard three. It's hard to see, but well, I'll t- I'll take a fucking screenshot and I'll send it to you. No, no, I, that's fine. No, the um, screenshot's already taken. I'm sending it now. Okay, yeah, send it to me. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a great match, and it it actually it was a little too short for me though. That's the only thing that I uh, was I wrote down the time: ten minutes and twenty five seconds. Uh, that Leo Rush defeated um Laredo Kid. I was thinking MLW middleweight champ, AAA cruiserweight champion, two of the best. Oh, it just came in. Uh, the screenshot just came in by by the way. I'll look at it afterwards. But uh, both the both best um, in their respective promotions it should have gone at least twenty to thirty minutes long. That that's that's my feeling. I mean, it had an hour time limit, but it started when there was like fifteen minutes left to go in the in the on the show. Uh, but other than that, it was um, it was a great great match. Uh, I would have had Kid kick out of the first. Um, Man of the Hour splash. I would have made Leo Rush, Leo Rush have to hit two of them to win the match. Uh, again, AAA Cruiserweight Champion coming in. Uh, you need to make him really look good. And and I found out actually that Leo Rush is actually signed to AAA. Uh, so um, it kind of made sense to put the belt on him. But it was a great match, great match all around. And yeah, I agree with you. I thought Leo Rush was gonna was gonna win. I didn't pick Kid. I think I picked Leo Rush last week. And are you paying attention to me? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think <laughs> sorry. You you said something about how you picked Leo Rush, but I don't believe you did. I have to go back and watch previous week, but yeah, maybe I just for a second. I, like I think you... you probably just rolled my coattails because I've been right this whole time. Okay. So, but okay. but but that's fine. Okay. Yeah, sure. You picked Rush too. Good for you. Okay. Yeah, I picked Rush too. So yeah. So it was um. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he had his head down like he's like he's like he's reading a book or like, like I was, he, I'm still listening. My head is down. I'm, I was answering a text message from my sister. I apologize. Okay, I'm okay, faithful because okay. I am here for you, not here for him. I'll tell you, see, that. I want to see where it says. Uh... Oh, you did. Really... You actually did. Really... I think it was boom. three you exclamation wrote, points. You wrote boom, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Four no four exclamation points. Yeah, One, two, go. three, Russia's new triple H cruiserweight champ. And we got a unification. Oh, it's actually recording what I'm saying here. But uh, no, got a unification, a, baby. Unification, baby. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah. So um, what do you think next for Leah Rush? Who's the next challenger? I don't know. I, I want to soak it in. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil this. I, I don't want to see Leo Rush for two weeks. I want to soak it in. I want to make people wait. But I would think the next person in line would be our former guest from last week. I think the aerial artist is definitely somebody who can give Rush a great match. And he even said it in his interview that he would love to um, take the gold from Rush. So who knows? I think that's a great challenger. But I also, I don't, I don't think it's a surprise if 
Um, Because this is the way I see this Jordan Oliver thing going, actually, and you just kind of popped the idea in my head. So I guess I'll give credit to you on this one. I see three weeks from now, uh, Jordan Oliver getting badly injured to the point where he's off TV for a few weeks, uh, leaving Myron now a singles talent. Uh, I think it's logical maybe to set up Reed versus Rush too, uh, and to get into that because without Oliver there, we're not going to have any more back and forth with Injustice and Contra. So maybe this is a way to get Oliver off camera for a few weeks and to set up Reed to go on that singles run to get back or at least to get back in some kind of a storyline with Rush. It's the only way it makes sense. So maybe that's the reason why Oliver is going at Fed 2 because we all know Fed 2 is going to ruin him completely. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You know, junior for two, that junior for two, he's one hell of a guy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I honestly, maybe that's the way it goes, but I, I wouldn't mind it to be Reed. I also wouldn't mind it to be Zenshi. Um, But, you know, Contra wants all the gold, right? So Davari is classified as a middleweight. He's not classified as a heavyweight. So maybe we get a Contra member, maybe Davari or even Gotch. Uh, they're going at rush. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to kind of wait and see uh, how this plays out. But there's a few options there off the top yeah. of my head. What about you? What do you think? How do you think this plays out for Rush and where he goes from here? Maybe they bring in more AAA guys. There's got to be more AAA guys That's in the cruiserweight possible. division over there. That's possible. Maybe TJP. TJP could be – it would be a, a good challenger for Rush. Yeah, good call. Good TJP. Call. Um, Zenshi, yes, but Zenshi needs to get a couple of wins under his uh, under his belt. I don't think he's won for quite some time. He announced uh, the same thing right before he faced yeah. Kalman. Before he faced Kalman, Tankman. <laughs> Um, he said the same thing. He said, uh, you know, Zenshi's got to get some wins. And so you are right there uh, as well. Um, so when he I tell you, I, I tell you, Kalman, Kalman versus J- Junior for two would be a great match. <laughs> uh, it's almost like two characters you would see in the uh, uh, the Good Brothers uh, shitty pay-per-views that they have. Um, yeah. Talk and shop pay-per-views. Those were two characters that you would see on there. Well, you know, uh, Junior for two and um, Kalman, Kalman Tankman. So, um, but yeah, just Kalman, just Kalman, yeah, Kalman, Kalman, yeah. cut the tankman out. Okay. But so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's options there for sure. Uh, TJP. What about tankman? You want tankman to have a new opponent, right? Where do you, where do you put tankman? Maybe tankman starts going after the man of a thousand deaths. Uh, oh, and side note, did we ever find out what the fuck happened to Conan or is he dead? I think we're not hearing, it could be, we're not hearing about him because he might be the new owner of, um, uh, how do you pronounce it? Pro, pro, miss, pro how do you pronounce Dorado. You think yeah. he's behind Aztec underground? He, I don't know. He could be, he but could they be. killed him. Oh, did they kill him? Well, remember if they know, killed him, then that's why we don't see him. Right. If right. He's dead. But we, we never, I guess we, we never really got an answer on that. That was a storyline. that It could got be, dropped. it could be, it could be just a swerve, right? The whole thing. But, but if sad. they, if they did kill him then and he comes back, then we would be right. He would have to be the man of a thousand and one reincarnations. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't be the man of a thousand deaths. You got to have one more up on him. Yeah, this is true. This is true, George. Right. So <laughs> there's got to be one. One more. Good job. Good job. So, you know, thinking of that on your own. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Well, actually, I did think of it twice. It's the second time I've stated that line, but okay. that's okay. We know how hard it is for you to do simple math. Twenty boxes depends times eighty dollars <laughs> stretched over three weeks. Uh, you know, sure. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have some feelers out for this week's guest. We don't know yet um, if that guest is locked in, but we're hoping that he is. Uh, we're supposed to be interviewing him uh, the following day that we pre-record this part of the segment, um, and that would be uh, Gino Medina. 
if he does respond back, we did set it up tentatively. We gave him date and time. We sent him, you know, our zoom links. We are waiting to hear back from him. So, you know, at the end of this segment, there may be a tie in for the interview. Um, we won't know that till obviously we release the episode on Sunday. We're hoping that he does come on the show. If not, you're only going to get the two of us for this week. It's not going to be as exciting as the episode that I did by myself, but it's still okay. <laughs> so, you know, what can I say? Uh, do you have a grade for this week's show? Yeah, actually, I do. I, I, I was thinking about it before. I give it. A, I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. You're not going to like my grade at all, but sure. Why do you give it a B? What are your reasons for the B? Well, uh, well, the matches, you know, Calvin. T- uh, Cal- Cal- <laughs> I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to correct anything. I'm not going to. I'm going to be Lewis. saying this now because it's it's in Lewis my head. Here. But I'm but not going to correct anything. You made a mistake. Tankman. I'll just We're say Tankman. Human. We're humans. We make mistakes. Unlike you, I'm not going to focus on that anymore. You made a mistake. It's all good. People know who you're talking yeah. about. Carry on. So Tankman. Well, Tankman looked really really good this week. I have a. I'm sure they got big plans for Tankman. Actually, Tankman against Fatou down the road, I think, would be fantastic. Um, what else? Though the first match was was the, you know, I don't know. I said B. Maybe I jumped the gun there. Um, I'm you looking at my said notes. It on wax, you can't take it back. Those okay, I'll say. I'll. You know what? Do I have to give a reason why? Just, just, just. I feel it was a B. I just okay, feel, you feel it, it was, was a, B. a decent show. It was a decent show. Yeah. Okay. I, on the other hand, I'm actually going to give it a grade that I haven't given it since I think week one or two. I'm going to give it a solid A. And the reason why I give it a solid A, there's there's reasons. The reasons why I give it a solid A is, yes, Calvin Tankman looked really good. I enjoyed that match. I enjoyed the match uh, that started the show with Ock and Brian Pillman. I enjoyed the promos this week. I thought everything was very entertaining. Everything kept my interest. And, yeah, the only reason it doesn't get an A-plus is because I really wanted that unified championship match to be a little bit longer. We were hoping for 30 minutes. And, actually, there was a time where I thought, man, it's like 33 minutes in. Maybe we'll get like a 25-minute or a 20-minute, and it didn't happen. There was a couple other things that kind of stagnated over time, and we got 10 minutes, 10-plus 10 minutes. So it is what it is. I could dwell on it, but I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm going to think of the positive side. We at least got 10-plus minutes of a great A match. This week's MLW was what we started seeing in December and January when we started this project together. I think it was a steady, steady stream of success this week, and I really enjoyed it. Now, next week is the week we've been looking forward to since we started this show, Filthy Island. And I hope and pray it's everything I hope it's going to be just complete and utter disaster from Tom Lawler and family. But I know the matches are going to be good, and I'm interested to see who all these new players are. I'm looking forward to Loki and King Mo. I'm looking forward to the Aztec jungle fight pending it's in at least a jungle setting of some kind. And yeah, but I give this week a solid A. I thought it was really good. It kept my interest for the hour. And uh, it's it's where the product was in the beginning of January before we kind of had those couple bad weeks. So solid A for MLW and the Mad Genius Court Bower from me. There you go. There you go. Okay. I that's I you said you said I was gonna get upset at that. I I think that's fantastic. I, I wouldn't get upset at that. Well, that you'll give you may not get a. upset, but maybe find a way to correct me. And the fact no, that no. Let me, the fact that you let me speak for two minutes without correcting me is wow, I guess the win. We're making progress, people. We're making progress. Since we don't know if our guest is going to be locked in 100%, we might as well take the opportunity now to shout out our socials. I usually let you go first, but I'm going to go first this week because I feel like I've earned it with all the berating that I get from you off camera. Uh, Straight Talk Wrestling uh, on Instagram and Twitter, 
or sorry, Instagram and Facebook at underscore straight talk on Twitter. YouTube page is straight talk wrestling. I'm at 199. I'm one away from 200. That's a huge milestone for me. So if there's one person out there that could subscribe, I know Lewis is well surpassed 200. Congratulations to you on that. Thank so you. that's fantastic. And yeah, that's where you can find all the previous MLW content. Plus the straight talk wrestling content stuff. I do my own interviews on the side. Plus my five questions with my daughter, my little mini host, my heart, my heartbeat, my life. And And uh, she is fantastic, by the way. She's the future of podcasting. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So, uh, and your socials, sir, before we wrap it up, and hopefully we do have Gina Medina coming on after this. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we'll We'll see. see. We'll see. What are your socials? I just want to let, I want to let everybody know that they are now part of the straight talk family. You can't steal somebody else's line. I have never announced that to you, and I don't think I ever will. So if you could just shout out your socials, and also we'll make the big announcement for both of us at the end of the show that we're now a part of another great group of podcasters. But before Ooh, we do that, right, please, that's right. please shout out your socials. Okay, so, so let's, let's, announcement. let's, let me get, let's get serious for a second here. Okay. Um, so on Twitter, at Shooting Up North. On Instagram is at Alliance PW Network. Uh, also at Shooting Up North on Instagram as well. I get two accounts. Facebook is Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. And on YouTube, I have 219 subscribers, uh, which I'm very thankful for. So thank, thankful. If, if anyone's listening right now, you subscribe. Thank you very much. Uh, but Alliance Pro Wrestling Network uh, on YouTube as well, and hit that subscribe button. And let's get let's get Georgia two hundred. Let's get Georgia two, three, four, five hundred. Because um, this guy is is freaking awesome at what he does, man. See, you're you're awesome at what you do. I I I, I, I and I hope one day I could be part of the Straight Talk family. It's probably a losing battle for you at this point. Okay. But we are, we are part of another great group of podcasters. Uh, I was reached out to first, but John Scott from the wrestling with genres podcast, a great UK (laughs) podcast. I was reached out to first. I was the first one brought over from the six. And then from there, uh, Justin Gillamy from Gillamy talks. He followed Alliance pro my podcast life partner, who sometimes I really wish wasn't my podcast life partner. Uh, he followed suit Lewis. He's also part of this great network. And also most recently today, another Canadian edition, a great Canadian edition, Knights and squared circle. Ryan Knight has now joined. Really? I didn't the know wrestling. that. Well, if you paid attention to any of the social, I didn't know, know that. that. No, that's great. He's awesome. Also that's, that's great news, man. So with that new Canadian edition, the six is blowing up in the UK. Uh, you can find us at wrestlingwithgenres.com. It has links to all our content from each individual show. And it also, we all, all, all are also going to have channels on power for TV. And there is a promo code promo code. I believe is genres. I have to be hundred percent sure on that. If not, I'm mistaken, but uh, yeah. And you get 50% off your first month. You get all that great content. Plus the, the rest of the amazing wrestling with genres uh, podcast family, a lot of great podcasters from the UK, another great, great podcaster. Uh, I want to shout out uh, other than John Scott, who is wrestling with genres would be Michael Jolly of the uh, turnbuckle arms podcast uh Chokey and the bear podcast he is absolutely fantastic he's my thunder buddy for life and if anybody's watched ted they know what that means if you don't ah, it's fine but uh, a lot of great podcasters on that group and um yeah so we want to thank john scott from the bottom of our hearts for allowing us to come over and uh join the family join the brand and yeah it's 2021 like i said is a steady incline of success for a lot of us and I always state this in my Twitters as I have recently, I've been very advocating for growing together in the podcasting community. We either grow together or not at all enough competition. 
It's all about love. You have a great guest. I have a great guest. We have a great guest. Doesn't matter. It's all about love in the podcast community. And that's what we want to spread positivity and growing together and not calling people out or correcting them or doing any of the things that happen on this show, which is a lot of negative vibes, but we want to keep the positivity going. And on that note, I'll pass it over to you. Actually, you know what? You, you said it perfectly. I, I, I couldn't have said it any better than, than you have, man. Uh, but I'm, I'm also just want to say I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Uh, so th- thank you, uh, Johnner's Podcasting Network, for bringing us all aboard. Um, when you said Ryan is also a part of it, that's a great news because he's also fantastic. And uh, I'm just very excited. And, yes, he did contact you first. But uh, just because I didn't answer my uh, phone quick enough, I missed the call. But then he got to you. But, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter not, who we not, call not for. Not, at all, it not at all the case. Not matter. at all the case. I, the, 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 the number one choice, the number one draft pick from the six was selected first. And you can be mad about it all you want, but it's the, it's the fact. It's the matter. Okay, so, but it's a great good. opportunity for all. And I uh, hope hopefully we'll, uh, we'll all have great success with um, – with uh genres podcasting network and what was the name of them shoot the name of the the streaming service again unlike you i do my research it's power for tv yeah power for no i because i was just sent the email because the power yeah here it is power for it but uh great opportunity for us as well so looking forward to that and uh hey you know it, it's only gonna keep getting better and better for us man <sighs> Like I said, 10 is the magic number. We'll see what happens after 10. Anyways, guys, I'm your host, your boy, George Mackay. Who knows how much longer I'll be part of MLW Rewind, but I'm here now, so enjoy it while you can. And you all know my co-host, I'm going to scratch the podcast life partner for right now, my co-host, Lewis Carlin. Say goodnight, Lewis. What, what, I'm a little... Say goodnight, Lewis. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.